Welcome to the Victory of the Lamb podcast. We are a simple, straightforward Bible teaching church in Katy, Texas. If you are in the area, we'd love for you to stop by anytime. Otherwise, we hope you use this podcast to grow in your faith and be confident in sharing it with many. You can find us online at VOTL.org. We hope you enjoy this message, and God bless your week. The fear of death. Whoa. The fear of Satan, an enemy far more powerful than we are. How do you manage that? But in our Bible verses for today, we see that God overcame those great big fears and gave the perfect trade for that so that it would best fit each one of us here today. So brothers and sisters, what fits you best? Being a slave to fear or having joy in Christ? So we get into our Bible verses for today and we make it clear that Jesus is the high priest. And the writer of the Hebrews makes it clear for the people at that time, it was a special comfort for them. He was their high priest. And see, in the Old Testament, the high priest would offer prayers on behalf of the people. He would offer sacrifices for the forgiveness of their sins. In a far greater way, Jesus was the one who offered the greatest sacrifice of them all. He offered his life as that trade, right? And he offers prayers on behalf of people like you and me. So keep that in mind as we read our verses for today. We start reading. In bringing many sons and daughters to glory, it was fitting that God, for whom and through whom everything exists, should make the pioneer of their salvation perfect through what he had suffered. Both the one who makes people holy and those who are and the, who, those who are made holy are of the same family. So Jesus is not ashamed to call them brothers and sisters. He says, I will declare your name to my brothers and sisters. In the assembly, I will sing your praises. And again, I will put my trust in him. And again, he says, here am I and the children God has given me. Since the children have flesh and blood, he too shared in their humanity so that by his death he might break the power of him who holds the power of death, that is, Satan, the devil, and free those who all their lives were held in slavery by their fear of death. In today's day and age, we see quite the opposite, right? We see people enslaved by fear or feeling hopeless. And let me explain. Usually, people of the world will be gripped with certain fears, For example, how much money will I be able to hold on to in this life? What does the world hold for me? And usually they they are not ever really content with those because they'll try to make their heaven on earth, but then they're still slaves. And then if you ask them the big questions, what is life like after death? Or what's the meaning of life? Those questions cause great fear and anxiety for the people of the world. And they'll do either three things to cope with that. They'll say, let's not talk about it. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. Or make light of them. (laughs) They'll always try to make light of it. Or they'll find some sort of distraction. 
to distract themselves for it. And uh, to top it all off, they have a powerful enemy that's prowling around like a roaring lion, waiting to devour them, and that's Satan. It's crazy to think that half of Americans don't believe that Satan really exists. Half. See, Satan has done a really good job of either hiding himself or making himself seem way too small. But he's really powerful. And so those, what about us here today? What do you fear? Do you have the fear of people finding out those sins that you have committed in your past? Do you have the fear of not being able to overcome them? What are you afraid of? See, Satan has done a really good job of making those sins seem small at first, routine, small. The tempter, right? Tempting us with those sins. It's just small. No one will notice. You won't hurt anybody. And then when it does happen, we have that guilt, and then he becomes the accuser, accusing us of our sin. Look at that person. He or she did that. And as a result, we either trust in ourselves or we don't trust in God. Is that what we wear? Is that what best fits us? Ultimately, it's sin, dear brothers and sisters. We are slaves to sin. And because of that sin, we deserve to be separated from God. And we should be scared of that punishment on our own. And so, know all that, all that may be true, know another thing is true. And you don't have to fear. Dear brothers and sisters, your sins are forgiven. By the baby that came in the manger, grew up and lived and died and gave his life and rose for you and for me, your sins are forgiven. Your sins are cleansed. You are at one with the holy God because he lived and died for you. So know this, there's nothing more you need to do to have your salvation. It's already there. It's given to you. Free and full. Grace of God given to you by a, a little boy in a manger. So know this today. Your sins are forgiven. And so keep that in mind as we continue with our following verses of how we should live our lives. We read, For surely it is not angels he helps, but Abraham's descendants. We are Abraham's descendants through faith in Christ. For this reason, he had to be made like them, fully human in every way, in order that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest in the service to God, and that he might make atonement for the sins of the people, because he himself suffered when he was tempted. He is able to help those who are being tempted. So, brothers and sisters, what are you afraid of? <laughs> the power of sin and death is no more. And because of that, Jesus is not ashamed to call each one of us his brothers and sisters. He is not. So he's, he's close to us. He shares in that flesh and humanity. He's our fellow brother in humanity. So what are you afraid of? Secondly, he overcame all those temptations that we face with every day. He overcame them. So what are you afraid of? We have one who is more powerful than that sin, that death, than Satan. And lastly, 
He was able to help those when he suffered in his life, even (laughs) as their comfort, because he always thought of others before himself. For example, a thief on a cross. He probably was scared because (laughs) of what he did in his past. He probably was scared of what death was like, but yet he asked Jesus to remember him as he entered his kingdom. And you know what Jesus said? Today, you will be with me in paradise. He offered that free and full grace to that thief on the cross so that he would not have to fear anymore. So rest assured, that thief on a cross is in heaven right now as we speak. And so when we go through our ups and downs in our lives, know that Jesus will give you strength and will be with you every step of that way and will have that free and full grace waiting for you. So what are you afraid of? The power of sin and death is no more. Satan has lost. We will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And surely that goodness and love will follow us all the days of our lives, dear sisters and brothers. And so the last passage I want to share with you today comes from Revelation chapter 3, of how because of what Jesus did, traded his glory to us, we will be like him, glorified on the last day. We will stand at one with a holy God and that our names are written in the book of life. We read from Revelation chapter 3, beginning at verse 5. The one who is victorious will, like them, be dressed in white, I will never blot out the name of that person from the book of life, but will acknowledge that name before my Father and his angels. Wow, that really says it, doesn't it? And so to drive this point home, I thought we could do a little kind of like exercise. So after the count of three, I want all of us to say our first names. For example, after the count of three, I will say Hugo. But don't say my name, say your name. (laughs) So, you ready? One, two, three. Hugo. See, those names, those names are the reason why Jesus came down from heaven to live and die for. See, those names are the ones that will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. See, those names are the ones that are at one with the Holy God. Those names are talked about by whole, uh, Jesus to his Father, for whom and through whom everything exists, as any proud family member would. Those names, in the end of the days, will stand victorious over sin, death, and the devil. Those names will live forever and ever with their God. To him be the glory and victory forever and ever. Amen. Time is precious. Thank you so much for investing some of your time with us today. Could I ask you for one more favor? If you're enjoying this podcast, please don't forget to click subscribe and give us a rating. Just a few seconds of your time will help other people hear the simple, straightforward Bible message we offer. Thank you so much. God bless your day in Christ.